Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them, because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Rob Sultanen. Welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Palacios. Join me as I interview interesting and empowering people, discuss spirituality, mindset, business, and much more. My intention is to always remind you, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. Now let's open our minds and hearts and let's get into it. beautiful angels. Welcome back to Taking Back Your Power. And if you're new here, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. And I am so excited to be doing this episode because it is a solo episode. And the first solo episode I will be doing in a very long time. So thank you guys for having patience with me. And a big reason why I haven't done a solo episode recently is that I have just so many people I have been interviewing lately. I have two amazing episodes set to go live after this one. And a lot of you expressed that you missed my solo episodes. So what I'm going to be doing from now on is kind of breaking up my interviews with a solo episode in between. So you guys will get a little bit of me just on my own. But a big reason why I stopped doing solo episodes for a few months here is because I was frankly not feeling super inspired to talk on this podcast and even on YouTube, you guys can kind of notice I haven't been uploading as much the last few months and it's because I've been going through a lot of changes and transformations and I've been trying to figure out where I was going to take my content from here. I'm still very passionate about spirituality and philosophy and all of these different topics that I've talked about in the past, but I feel like I'm getting growing pains at this point and I want to do other things and talk about other aspects of my life and have a more lighthearted approach to my content because I feel like since I do so much research and I read so much and I do coaching and I talk to so many different people all the time, I'm constantly in this place of putting myself in other people's shoes and taking on the energies of other people around me to help solve problems and to try to give a different perspective and kind of bringing light to darkness. And that can be very, very draining on me. So I decided that I wasn't going to do that, that I was going to create more lighthearted content and try to create just more happiness in other people's lives and actual meaningful content while also making sure that I'm doing okay mentally and spiritually and all these things. And a lot of my own views on spirituality have changed. I have basically had another awakening and I have noticed other aspects of just spirituality in general. As you guys know, I 
stopped really resonating with social media as a whole. And I did notice that the spiritual community or law of attraction community is just a lot of it is very dark. And I know you're going to say, well, of course there's going to be darkness in the light. I'm not, I don't mean in negativity sense, but I notice and I feel the energy that there's a lot of just nefarious doings in the spiritual community online. A lot of people who are basically a wolf in sheep's clothing. A lot of things that aren't genuine, aren't real, aren't of God, and a lot of stuff that's just frankly evil, and people teaching young people to do these practices that, for lack of a better word, are evil. So I know this might kind of come as a surprise to a lot of you, but I have realized that, and that's why I've kind of stepped away from different aspects. And I've been feeling like this for a long time. The thing is, in the spiritual community on YouTube, it's kind of normal for people who preach law of attraction to go into tarot, to go into psychic readings, to go into all these different facets that frankly don't sit right with my soul. They don't sit right with me. And I think that they invite energies and negativity from these spirits that aren't meant to be spoken to or opened up to. So you're opening yourself up to all these different negative energies. And I'm just skimming the surface on here. This is not what the podcast episode is going to be about, but it's just a little bit of what I have discovered and what I have realized and what I have decided. And I think in life, we have to evolve. We have to change. If we don't evolve and we stay stuck and attached in our ways or stuck and attached to a certain box so that we don't upset other people or so that we won't rattle any cages, is only doing us a disservice and is not allowing us to grow in an adequate way. So even though in the past I was very open to these things and I was, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not bad. I just now at 26 years old, I started researching all this stuff since I was 20, 21. Now I just realize it's not for me and it's not for where I want to take my life in the future. It's not like I really was deep in that stuff at all. I mean, I didn't really have an opinion towards it. I was kind of open to it, but now I just don't. I'm not in that phase. And I have spoken to this to a few people and in my circle, and I don't think they understood or they just thought that I was just being like a super religious person where I didn't want to hear all that stuff. But to be honest, I just wanted to be real with them, be real with myself and strengthen my relationship with God, which a lot of you guys have realized in the past. I mean, I've always had a relationship with God. I've always had, you know, my relationship with Christ and in that sense, always prayed when I was afraid. I always tried to have an open communication with God. Now I'm just allowing myself to really have that relationship. And it feels very liberating. So that's where that is right now. And I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me. A lot of people will probably think I'm crazy or whatever it may be. It's fine. I, I've heard it all at this point being online for so long and I'm allowing myself to change and release the past and release those very unhealthy coping mechanisms I used to have in the past for wanting to predict the future or wanting to be in control of everything. And I know that's my ego that wanted to be in control. And now I've just kind of released all of that. My ego 
has very much been crushed this year, which is great. And I love it because it's like, I don't have this crazy anxiety to do or to compete or to be productive. I don't have this crazy, just this feeling of like a train running and not getting to the destination in time. I actually feel very grounded in myself and just at peace with where I am right now in life. But also, I am looking towards the future and what that means for me moving forward from here. And 2020, as I've talked about in the past, is a year of extreme transformation, is a year of awakening, is a year of the veil being lifted and revealed and all that needed to be healed and addressed is coming to the forefront. And so I'm allowing that energy to carry me, even though it's uncomfortable going through transformation. You get these incredible growing pains. You get this feeling of being uncomfortable often, but I allow myself to ride those waves. I allow myself to go through them and speak on them because I'm a person who can tend to keep a lot to myself. I am a person who's ready to listen to others and take on for others, for my friends, for family. But when it comes to myself, I still have that block where I can't fully open up and release. And now I am allowing myself to speak out on it, which is why I'm talking about these things to you guys. And I know that my audience, my Taking Back Your Power audience will understand you guys are super open and super responsive and I love it. Thank you so much to all of you who have just inspired me throughout my own journey. Now, after saying all these things about tarot and all that stuff, I don't want any of you guys to think that I'm attacking you. I know that usually when somebody speaks out in their own experience against something, people can take it the wrong way and take it as an attack and want to, you know, prove themselves right and prove the other person wrong. I think it's really about being true to yourself and your own journey. Maybe some of you resonate with what I'm saying. Maybe some of you don't, but please don't take it as me saying, don't do that, don't do this. I think it's really just about allowing yourself to transform, to change your mind, whether that's politically, whether that's spiritually, whether it's mentally, whether it's in anything or any belief that you've had or any grounding that you've had and you felt like this is the truth, this is the right way, allow yourself to question those things and question what it is that you are basing your foundation upon because the growth you can have in between, which a lot of times, like I said, the growth will come with a lot of pain and confusion and just like your mind going crazy and that's okay. But that's all a part of the process. And when you do that, the growth that you experience on the other side is incredible. So don't feel stuck in a certain place. Don't feel stuck to a certain ideal. Don't feel like you have to be put in a box because when you're put in a box, you will outgrow that box. And then people feel like they can do whatever they want to you. They pick up the box, they throw away the box, they do whatever they want to the box. So don't fit yourself in a box. (laughs) Now, instead of a box, you can give yourself wings, these big, beautiful angel wings and allow them to take you wherever it is that you want to go. And I think this is the year of planting the seed. Plant seeds for what you want to see in a year from now, a few months from now, five years from now, and allow the seed to germinate. 
Now, I want to talk about some things, if this has resonated with you and you feel like you're in a transformative phase right now in your life, I want to talk about some things that you can do, some things that I've been doing that have been helping me, but also can help guide you and fit into wherever you may be in your life. And I think the number one thing that you should do as you're going through a transformation is practicing gratitude. I always pray out of gratitude. I always say, thank you, God. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this health. And that has really been helping me, especially since last week I lost my best friend, my beloved Beagle Brando passed away and it was very sudden. We had taken him to the vet the few week, a few days before. He was very lethargic. They ran him a ton of tests. They said, oh, he might have cancer, this and that. And then the next few days on Monday, the next week they called us. They said he doesn't have cancer, but he might have anemia. So It was kind of a sigh of relief because Brando is, well, he was only 10 years old, which to me is young. I mean, I've had my dog previously to Brando. He had lived until 17, 18 years old, and he was a beagle, half beagle, half basset hound mix. So I always thought Brando was going to live a very long time, just like Doogie, my other dog. And he always ate very healthily. He was a very healthy boy. He loved walks. He... We fed him organic food, and he was just the most pampered, little special, gentle soul you could ever imagine. So when they said we he had anemia, he had had a a tick a few months before, so we figured that's where it was from, and we were going to start treatment on Tuesday. So he had an appointment at 8 a.m. on Tuesday, and that morning, um, my mom found him dead. So he didn't even make it to the appointment, and it was just the worst day of this year. After he passed away, we took him to a different vet because we were like, what the heck? What did this other vet said nothing was wrong with him, and he just had anemia, and now he died? And and it was just, we felt very confused. We just didn't know what had happened, so we took him to a different vet, and They did an x-ray on him and they found that he had an enlarged heart. And this enlarged heart was due to a tumor in his heart, which these tumors can develop on pancreas, on a dog. They can develop on different organs, but he had it in his heart. And it's something that is inoperable. It's something that it's just a silent killer, they say, because you really can't detect it. And when you do detect it, it's too far along that they will just pass away in a few months' time. So I don't know if it would have been better if they would have detected it earlier and I would have known he would have passed away or if it was better that he just passed away all of a sudden like he did. I don't know, but yeah, that was the situation. And and otherwise, he was very healthy. Otherwise, he his organs were doing good, his kidneys, his weight, he was fine. So... Yeah, it's really been a a difficult time, but I've been allowing myself to grieve and to feel because when I say he's part of my family, I mean, this dog is like, he was truly special. I got him when I was 16 years old and it just feels like the last 10 years have flown by. Like 
10 years, just a decade flew by in an instant. And it's crazy looking back on time and all the memories I had with Brando. And it makes you realize how life is so short. And we have to really be grateful for everything we have. Our pets, our health, our family members, our friends, our significant other, those people or those animals in our life who give us joy or comfort. That's what life's all about. And that's something I really realized as of late. This year, I have had that in my forefront. I felt like something really bad was going to happen. I mean, a lot of bad things have happened in 2020 on a global scale, but I meant something would happen to me. Something would happen to somebody I loved. And that's the feeling I've had. And it's kind of like, now that he's gone, it's the end of an era for me. Now it's like, okay, what direction do we go in next? So I've been praying a lot about it. I've been thinking, being very introspective about it. And one thing that helps me, of course, is the gratitude, while also figuring out who I am, getting back to that self-awareness. And I remember when I was embarking on a journey few years ago, one thing I did was I sat down and I wrote down my strengths and my weaknesses. And this is something that I always have my clients do is write down their strengths and weaknesses. I talk about it in my videos, self-awareness. That is how you can figure out where you are currently. If you're feeling lost and go in a direction that is going to maximize your strengths Maybe help you with your weaknesses and also allow your weaknesses to show you which path is not for you. And in doing so, you figure out what you want, which is so hard for a lot of people. And I have been in that place before where I'm like, I don't even know what I want anymore. I don't even know if this is what I want. I don't even know if this goal that I've been chasing is what I want. And that's all a part of the process because in figuring out what if, that you don't know what you want, you are setting yourself up to have a blank slate and figure it out on your own and figure it out on your way. And when you figure out what you want, you get that fire lit beneath you. It's like a spark, the passion comes back. And that's what I've been getting lately is my spark and that fire lit beneath me maybe may not come from the same things that were for me a year ago or two years ago or five years ago, and I am releasing that. I have decided to release that. There's nothing wrong that the things that used to stroke a passion in me five, two, three years ago no longer gives me passion. I am accepting and I am okay with that. And that is how I have allowed myself to grow. Because before I would have been really hard on myself saying, what's wrong with me? How come these things don't align for me anymore? How come they don't resonate? How come I feel like a fish out of water when I do certain things that I used to love? How come I don't love these things? And instead of being just super critical or thinking something's wrong with me, I am now allowing myself to just say, hey, I don't really resonate so much with making content on YouTube. I don't really resonate so much with posting onto Instagram. I don't really resonate with social media as a whole. And I think people, especially people who like my content might be afraid or might not like that because they think I'm going to get off of social media, which I mean, at this point, I don't feel a resistance towards social media. I just don't feel a passion 
for it. I don't feel a drive or motivation towards it. It's just kind of like, I like it because I can connect with you guys. But as far as a creative standpoint, I don't feel like my creativity and my knowledge and my energy is best used on social media. I think it's going to be in another realm, which I am going to get into in a little bit here, but I just don't resonate with it. And I know that that's not going to be my lane for too much longer. And before I was super motivated to grow my following, to grow my channel, to get more views, to, you know, get more this, get more that. And that used to be my motivation. And now those things are just so empty to me. And what's lit a passion underneath me is creating value for others in other spaces. And for that, that has been coaching for me. And okay, spoiler alert, I'm actually going to, I'm in the works. I have been working on this for a little while now. Two things. One thing I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep a secret until later on when there are more developments in it because it's still in its initiation phase and I don't want to put it out there too soon because then people are like, where is it? Where is it? So I, I don't like to talk about things until they get closer, but I can talk about this. And that is, I am creating and I will be releasing in September my very first online course. And this has been a very long time coming. I have been promising for so long an immersive and self-taught version and a less expensive version of my own private one-on-one -on -one coaching. And it will be all in one incredible online program. And it's all going to be on how to tap into that creative, powerful goddess energy. And going off the theme of transformation, this program will be a way for you to reset, to hit a reset button on your life, to start from scratch, to allow yourself to turn in a new direction, tapping into your innate goddess energy. I'm not going to get into too much detail because I want you guys to see it for yourself, but I am so excited for this. And this is something that I have been planning out for such a long time. And my goal is for all the videos I've done on goddess energy, all the podcasts, all the things I've talked about to immerse it all into this program so that you can access it at any time. You can work on it at any time. You can pick it up anytime you feel like you need a reset on your life that you can go to these guided meditations or affirmations that I will have for you, workbook, all that good stuff. And it's going to be really fully immersive and it will be fun. That's my goal is that it will be fun. Not this really rigid, difficult, painful thing. No, I mean, Sometimes when you go through transformation and changes, it's going to bring a little bit of that. But no, this is going to be in lighting up and giving you that passion for yourself and that self-love and that self-respect and that confidence that you deserve, that you are at your core, that you are as your true self. So that's where I'm going and it will be released around mid-September and you guys will be able to see it and I'm so excited to just even talk about it. It's something that's been exciting me for a really long time and I've kind of been, I've been keeping it a secret for a while, but 
Yes. And then the second thing, hopefully near the end of this year, I will have some exciting news on that end. But yes, that's where my passion is heading right now, kind of away from the digital space and onto, well, I mean, it is the digital space, but kind of onto more things that I can release to you guys without having to constantly be be pumping out content and content. I don't like that. I like to release content that is meaningful, that comes from my heart, that comes from my true self and not just be pumping out and regurgitating the same information over and over and just doing it just because, you know, and if you guys have been following me for a while, you know that that's kind of the theme of what I do in my life and the work that I do. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited too. And also, On a side note, if you guys want to share this podcast episode on your social media, on your Instagram or wherever, please be sure to tag at Taking Back Your Power, the Instagram for this podcast. And also, I would love to hear your feedback on what you would like in this Goddess Reset program. So if you have anything that you want me to touch on in particular, any issues that you may have, anything that pertains to your own life and your journey, please be sure to DM me your ideas or say, hey, Isabel, I would love it if you had a module or a video or a section of your program that goes into this. And that would be amazing too. And please be sure to send those DMs to the Taking Back Your Power Instagram. So at Taking Back Your Power. Please don't send it to my personal because I get so many DMs on my personal and it might get lost and I don't always check my DMs. But please be sure to put at Taking Back Your Power, DM me your ideas or what you'd like to see in the Goddess Reset program. I really created this program with you guys in mind. I want to create as much value as I can at a very reasonable price and make it accessible to you so that you can have it all the time. And this is going to be a program that will have modules added to it from the initial product that you get. So I might add more guided meditations, add more worksheets or workbooks or anything. It's not just going to be stagnant. It's going to change and evolve over time as well as I get you guys' feedback. And I see 1111 on my clock right now. So this is super aligned. (laughs) All right. Oh, and you know, I actually was listening. I forgot who it was, but Whenever you see 1111 or repeating number, you don't make a wish. You ask for downloads. Say download 1111 codes at 30,000, at 40,000, and say that out loud when you see 1111. And that's something that's really cool too. So back to the topic, what can you do to aid in your transformation, to begin a transformation, to set that fire beneath you in transformation? Well, like we said, figure out what you want. And this is something really important. And this is something I've been learning a lot in my own journey these last few months is to only worry about others and their opinions if you're helping them or you're being helped by them. Now, what does this mean? This means that when somebody wants to criticize your work or criticize you or call you names or insult you or do bad things to you, then don't worry about that stuff. Only worry about the people who you're adding to their life or they're adding to your life. 
And we should always worry about other people. We shouldn't be self-centered or narcissistic. We should always be aiding and guiding and helping others, especially if we're in a position to help others. We always have to help others up. But when people aren't in this mutually beneficial relationship with you or aren't adding to your life, then their opinions are just opinions. They're not the end all and be all of who you are. They do not dictate who you are or where you're going in life unless you allow them to. Now you can take all the constructive criticism you want in the world about your life, about your choices, about your work, but if it's not aiding in your growth, then there's no reason to take it into account. If it is, and it's making you uncomfortable and you have to look at it and say, well, maybe I was wrong, or maybe I can make a change here, or maybe I can do this positive step in the right direction, thanks to this criticism I got, then that's a good thing. But if it's keeping you down, if it's people telling you you're not good enough, you'll never be good enough, you're a victim, you're not strong enough to withstand the storm, you are always going to be a drunk or a you know, drug user, you're always going to be an anxious person or always going to be depressed. You're never going to be happy. You're always going to be single. All these things that people kind of tell us to keep us back in that little box and clip our wings. Those are the things we must learn to tune out because we can't stop it from happening. But what we can do is take away its fuel by taking away our attention and our focus and instead focus on and nurture and water the seeds of those relationships that are aiding in our growth, that are adding positive, good value to us. Because this is the thing is I noticed, and I'm just being super real with you guys here, especially if you guys are looking to grow or start your own venture online, on YouTube, putting yourself out there, a great person you can go to for vulnerability and putting yourself out there is Brene Brown. She really puts it all in perspective. And for a time, I'm going to be completely honest, for a time, I let negative comments really, really get to me. And whether they were criticizing what I looked like or my name. I had a comment the other day that was like, oh, if my last name was Palaces, it's like, really? I didn't even choose my last name. You know, people come at you for the silliest thing. And it's not like my last name is Rockefeller or Rothschild or whatever. My name is just my last name from my family, lineage from Spain, who knows where they came from, but that's just my name. And I've, <laughs> it has no bearing on whether I'm successful or not. But anyways, I digress. These comments, they, they get at you, you know, you get so many of them over a matter of time. And there was a period kind of during the pandemic when it first started was just a barrage of negative comments, just a barrage of negativity and I couldn't understand it because I think, well, I'm just making content to help people. I don't make content on how wonderful my life is, or I don't make content on, oh, this and that, look how beautiful I am, or look at all this, and I don't show off my life at all, and people take my content. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even try to you know, get into that or think about it too much, but over time, you start questioning yourself when you listen too much to the negativity, or you listen too much to the outside voices, you start to question your own inner voice, or even 
the voice of God and the connection you have with God and with source. And that's where it becomes a problem because it, it got to a point where it was like, well, why am I even making content? Why am I even talking? Why am I even doing this? Why? If people just don't like it, no matter how pure my intentions are, no matter where my focus is, people just don't like it. And that's the key. That's the light bulb that went off in my head. That no matter what kind of content I make, even with the purest intentions, somebody's not going to like it. And that's something I've always known. I've always known, you know, even Jesus had haters. Everyone has haters at some point in their life and trolls and people who just barrage you with with DMs and questions and get it from all types of people from, you know, super Christian people who keep saying all this stuff to me or even people who don't believe in God or atheists or whatever or don't believe in the universe spirituality come and say all this stuff to you and it's like man, you're never going to make everyone happy. And that's just something we have to accept. You can either take it or leave it. You can let it put you in a dark hole like it did for me for about a month, or you can just push it to the side and keep moving forward and focus on the people that you're actually bringing value to, or you're actually helping. And that's the thing is I don't create my content for me. I don't do what I do for me. I do it for you guys. I do it for the people and I do it to help the people and to create a positive impact on this earth, not add fuel to the fire, not add fuel to the problems that are already plaguing humanity and society, but to add some light, add some love, some positivity. And that's what I'm going to continue doing. I don't care what anyone says or if it doesn't align with anyone. That's what I'm going to continue doing and giving value, giving tools, giving hope, And even if I help just one person, that's enough for me. I may piss off five people. I may piss off 10 people. I may piss off a thousand people. But as long as I help one person, that's what my goal is going to be from now on. And that's what it's been for a long time. I think that we're on earth to help each other, not in the ways that other people want you to help other people, but in the ways that you can maximize your strengths and your weaknesses and your talents to best help other people. Because we all have different lanes. For some people, their lane may be to go volunteer in person. For some people, their lane may be to write books. For some people, their lane may be to mentor children. For some people, their lane may be to help older people who are in nursing homes. For some people, their lane may be to get politically active. For some people, their lane may be to make content online or to start a podcast or to put out a new product or to be an entrepreneur or to advise a politician or a CEO or whatever. We all have different lanes. We all have different individual powers. And that is what we're here on earth for. We're here to maximize those powers so that we may help others with them. And if we're in a place of power or we're in this place of blessings that we must help others pick others up as well in whatever way that may be for you. doesn't have to look like anyone else. People are going to criticize, say, why don't you do more? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do... And that's the thing. The people who are criticizing you are rarely, rarely doing more than you. That's just the truth because it takes guts to take risks and put yourself out there and do something different and make a change. That's one thing. Taking risks. Making this program for me 
It's not a big risk, but it's definitely something out of my comfort zone because I've been wanting to do this for a long time and it was just overwhelming amount of work. Now I have a lot more time on my hands. I've had, (laughs) not so much anymore, but I have more of this free time in this space and that's what I'm using it for. I'm going to take this time and put it towards, invest it towards something else, something that I've been putting on the back burner for too long. So take risks and do something that you haven't done, or perhaps you have been thinking about doing, but you always felt that you weren't good enough, or you weren't prepared enough, or you didn't have the time for. Read books. You know, books are something that I find are so, 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 so beneficial. You'll never waste money on a book. You'll never waste money listening to an audiobook. You'll never waste money on something that you can sit and listen to or read that's going to aid in your growth. Never. Even if you download a PDF on something, even if you decide to learn a new skill, a new language, those things are never wasted. And that's what we must always keep in mind, that those little changes we make, those little skills that we adopt, they may seem little in the grand scheme of things, but you never know the kind of doors they can open up for you. There have been times where I have read books and it just sparked a new idea in me where before I I couldn't find any ideas. I couldn't figure anything out. And then I, I read a book, even if it has nothing to do with the subject at hand that I'm dealing with, it just gives me a new perspective. Hearing other people's words give me new perspective. We can learn so much from each other, especially authors and people who have put their work out there. It's so incredible. And it's ours for the taking, even if it's just online. If you have a smartphone with internet access, you can access so much, which I highly recommend you use DuckDuckGo as your search engine since Google blocks a lot of stuff. But this will aid so much in your transformation and in the direction you head into because you don't want to go back and move backwards or back into what broke you or into those old habits and mindsets that weren't serving you. You want to move forward. You want to move forward and create in your life and plant the seeds for what you wish to see in the future. Don't trap yourself by dogma. Don't limit yourself by what you have been in the past. Allow yourself to grow those wings and fly to new heights and new levels of your life, which is what it's about. And the most powerful thing about all this, what I have noticed in my own journey thus far, is that the biggest changes, the biggest transformations, the biggest steps forward are made in the small steps you take in your daily life. Your habits, the time you wake up in the morning, how you spend your mornings, The amount of time you spend on social media, the stuff you're watching on TV or movies, all that stuff that you do daily on autopilot are actually making up your life. And that might seem very scary or daunting, but actually it's very powerful because you realize you can start transforming your life or taking your life in a new direction by just identifying what you do every single day, your habits, your routines, and changing them for the better. So instead of waking up and getting, and it can be this easy, guys. Instead of waking up and getting on your phone right away, 
Put your phone on the other side of the room before you go to sleep. And as soon as you wake up in the morning, get into a stretch or write a gratitude list or just close your eyes in bed and list out all the things you're grateful for or drink a whole bottle of water that you leave on your nightstand the night before. Do something as soon as you wake up that isn't just scrolling on your phone. And you're, you're going to see how that's going to create so much transformation. Keep that up for a week. And then go two weeks. And then go three weeks. And then a month. And then it becomes a habit for you to not get on your phone as soon as you wake up. Another thing you can add is meditation. Just make sure you meditate 10-15 minutes a day. could be first thing in the morning could be at night, could be both, could be in the middle of the day, do a guided meditation, download an app, and you'll see how the changes will arise in your mentality, especially if you've been feeling low. And those are solutions. These are the easiest no-brainers anyone can do. You don't have to have a lot of money. You don't have to have a lot of anything. You don't even, you know, to, to meditate and to spend time saying what you're grateful for. You can do this out in a desert with no internet access. You can do it out in a rainforest with no electricity. You can do this anytime because that is our natural human makeup. That is who we are as humans. We're naturally introspective. We're naturally made to be slowed down. We have this higher level of consciousness that other animals don't have for a reason. And we have to always get back to those natural things that our ancestors did not get so caught up in this modern life and that's kind of where I am right now is shunning away those things that have been programmed into me from modern life and getting back to my true self and allowing my true self to evolve and to change and to grow up and to push myself to being the best that I can be in a healthy way because this is one thing when you work on your limiting beliefs or you create new habits in your life, many times those old habits or things from the past or those limiting beliefs from the past try to come back. You know, I think Jen Sincero put this really just perfectly in her book, You Are a Badass, where she talks about the old Italian grandmother archetype, that that's what your limiting beliefs are. They're like that old Italian grandmother that doesn't want you to move out of the house, that keeps trying to pull you back in, pull you back in. Until you just have to say, hey, grandma, just let me go. I don't, I don't want to live here anymore. I'm ready to go move forward. That's what you got to do to your limiting beliefs. Don't give in to them. Speak to them. You don't serve me anymore. I'm leaving. I'm gone. Moving forward. And that's basically it. Transformation. Moving forward. Being real with yourself and others on where you are in your life is so liberating and is what we should always do but we're constantly worried about rattling cages and moving forward and making people upset that it keeps us in a box that just does not serve us anymore. It's just making us depressed. It's making us feel uneasy. It's making us feel self-pity or lack or anger within ourselves. And that's never somewhere you want to be. I mean, sometimes you will be in those places throughout life, but it's not a place where you want to build your house in. So allow yourself to move forward and don't feel any guilt for it. And the people that love you will understand. They will maybe not support you at first, but then over time when they see how happy you are, they will. And that's the beauty of life, is that we just want to see 
each other happy. All right, my angels, thank you so much for listening into this. And if you've made it to the end, I'd love to see your posts on Instagram. Like I said, at taking back your power, be sure to tag at taking back your power, share with your friends, share with anyone you feel might enjoy this episode. And I'd love to hear your feedback as well. So DM me at taking back your power of any content you want to see moving forward. I will have two incredible episodes going live after this two very enlightening guests will be on and i'm so excited and also if you want anyone if you have any suggestions for anyone i can have on the show or anyone you want me to interview of all types of people please be sure to send those recommendations as well i really like to have just an eclectic mix of people on my podcast even people i don't agree with or people that have different ideologies or backgrounds i just love to learn from different people so that's why i have my guests on so you just don't hear me all the time just blabbing away (laughs) all right my angels thank you so much for listening and always remember this no matter who you may be in this life no matter what you may be going through what kind of transformation you've been through or what 2020 has dealt you Never forget your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. I love you, and don't forget to join me in the next episode of Taking Back Your Power. Bye-bye.